0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 198 of the No podcast We are no outside food or drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. A small smattering of news tonight: Nvidia hit by another hack. Did anything important come out of that? Uh, Nintendo acquiring SDR. Pokemon presents. No context. Another path to victory? Question mark. What could this be? This one is uh, favorable for all. NSO adds missions and rewards. What is NSO? What are missions? What are rewards? Find out later. (laughs) (laughs) And we have your March Game Pass and PlayStation Now titles. Uh, I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by last-minute newsmaster, Brant McKee.
1: (laughs) What's up, sir? Everybody knows NSO is Nintendo Switch Online. What are you talking
0: about? We have an answer there. Uh, Skip ahead. You don't have to hear that story bit. I was looking Uh, for the plus. Yep, you'll you'll instead be listening to story bits and news bits from Cesar Concepcion on the second.
2: Hey, yeah, I looked at the Nintendo Acquire and SDR, and I always look at a standard resolution. And they've already acquired that, so <laughs> I also see standard resolution,
0: and they yeah. acquired that and wield it wielded it longer than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> the kings of standard definition. Oh, SDR. Who could that be? Uh oh, we'll find out later here in the show. Uh first off, let's start off with NVIDIA hit NVIDIA hit with another hack. Um I guess first off we need to note that uh a lot of this stuff is rumored and this hack was not a good thing because I believe it's ransomware. Yeah.
1: The uh, this, this article doesn't doesn't talk about it a lot. I was seeing either things that focused a lot on the fact that it was not ransomware and that yeah. um, you know, they're they're Posting things that are proprietary, Nvidia stuff, and and of course like employee information, which right we nev- you never want to see. No. Um. Or it was this other part of the story, which seems to be you know taking over a lot of the internet. So.
0: Yep. This comes two from sides
1: the... to the coin. There.
0: There are. This comes from Nintendo. Everything. Um. There are leaked files that came forth. Uh, tech power up is the one who published them. Uh, Among them is an NVN2 folder, an apparent NVN DLSS driver and possible files about T239. This is notable for Switch as NVN is the API that Switch programs are written against. NVIDIA developed the technology for Nintendo. As for DLSS, that's again from NVIDIA as a type of tech that's involved with high resolution AI upscaling tech. Currently, it's not something that Switch can really take advantage of on its own. A new type of hardware would be required. It is said that the existence of a NVN2 folder, as well as a DLSS driver, could point to a new type of Nintendo device that's in development and pretty far along at that. So it seems like a um, pretty solid um, rumor. Also adding to that, Twitter user Copite7Kimi, probably a uh, Liverpool fan, I would guess who is known for nvidia leaks has been claiming that a new switch is on the way with a chip T239 code name Drake. So Not we've the been... the, the N Drake chip. The N Drake. When there a leaker named Nathan Drake on a bunch of threads and stuff like ResetEra and <laughs> I thought there was a Nathan Drake <laughs> or Nate Drake. I thought he was one of the uh leakers. But hey uh, new Nintendo NX2 confirmed
1: yeah there's there's a lot of speculation around um, the hardware that they're seeing and a next generation you know Nvidia Tegra
0: man please make this thing backwards compatible. I do not mind buying your new box as long as it plays my old box stuff. I'm very happy with that.
1: And the biggest thing the biggest thing is like there was an Nvidia leak. Gosh, what, four or five months ago? Something like that. And that's where we saw that uh, Chrono Cross as well as a bunch of other games. Yeah,
0: that's they
2: right. They
1: swore up and down. Oh, don't, you know, th- th- this isn't, you know, 100%. This isn't, you know, th- th- this is made up, you know. They tried to say it was false and these aren't real titles and stuff like that. And then we saw a bunch of them. There's still some stuff on that list that hasn't come true.
0: What else was in there? There was a bunch of notable stuff. I know that Chrono Cross was probably the most. I know.
1: I think God of War was on there
0: for PC. God of War PC, which came true.
1: Chrono Cross.
2: Final Fantasy 9 Remake. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah.
1: There was a good number of things. I I can't remember all of those off the top of my head.
2: There was some uh, Nintendo based stuff on there, but people were thinking that might be for... China because they had that NVIDIA Shield that had that deal with Nintendo about putting some of their games on there. So. Right.
0: Kind of reminiscent of that thing that they had that played like Super Mario Galaxy and was it Twilight Princess? They had like a Wii thing that, that played a couple of these games. Or was that the NVIDIA Shield over there?
2: Um, I don't remember. It's like It was almost like the IQ like Q player. Q something, QX or QEX. Yeah, it it's always a Q like
1: a... something. Yeah
0: true. Quay. It was Quay. <laughs> quay the games. <laughs> quay. quay all the Nintendo games in China. Yeah. Uh, next up from Eurogamer. Nintendo acquiring longtime development partner SRD. And by long time, we mean decades. <laughs> the studio's partnership with Nintendo extends back decades to the NES days of Donkey Kong and Super Mario Brothers. Um, they developed those early Nintendo titles because Nintendo did not have the development chops to do that type stuff um tom phillips from Eurogamer notes Nintendo's dipping its toe into this year's studio acquisition frenzy with the announcement it will require long-running development partner srd company limited the tokyo-based studio will be purchased for an undisclosed sum and become part of nintendo from first of april this year which is april fool's day so we do not trust the rest of this article mm. throw it srd all out. what's that throw it all out SRD has assisted Nintendo in the development of numerous games, most recently including Animal Crossing: New Horizons and Zelda: Breath of the Wild for Switch, plus Mario Kart Tour for smartphone. Who involved with Nintendo did not work on Breath of the Wild? We know Mon- Monolith did. Yeah, it's like it's like they pulled everybody, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> Mario Kart Tour for smartphone. Uh, back in January 2021, Nintendo announced it would purchase Vancouver-based Luigi's Mansion 3 Studio Next Level Games, which is now making the next Mario Strikers title. Which I may or may not have pre-ordered for a uh, discounted price, which may or may not have been canceled since then. I don't know yet. <laughs> you
2: Gotta wait until see if it uh, slips by, maybe. That was
0: one of the ones I jumped on. <clears throat> Earlier this month, Nintendo's boss, Shuntaro Furukawa, told investors not to expect any acquisitions, which did not possess Nintendo DNA already. It's fair to say SRD passes this test. Uh, and the article goes on to note other acquisitions by Sony, Microsoft, and Take-Two. Next up, tell us about that Pokemon Presents uh, coming in live. do 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 uh, House of Pokemon and Pokemon Extraordinaire. Newsmaster Brant McKee. Brant, Brant you're live on the ground in uh in Pokemon Land. Uh there's Pokemon everywhere. I see tall grass. Uh I see deserts behind you. Someone is using cut on some grass. Uh tell us what you see down there in Pokemon Land.
1: Uh, it's pandemonium and there's a lot of news. Uh, I have Pandemonium,
0: little... is that a Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> no. is that a new confirmed species? Okay. I, I figured I have that'd little, be a panda.
1: Little electric rodents running between my legs and <laughs> getting uh, dive the best bombed, place for them <laughs> getting dive bombed by birds. <laughs> they're aggressive they're using uh, what's, what's that uh, di- uh, fly I don't know.
0: yes whip out your kangas you can take them.
1: Uh, so the uh, the Pokemon presents um, it was kind of an odd time for for us because it was like an early Sunday morning thing but of course uh, they just air it when they air it um, worldwide. Uh, so that would be Monday morning in Japan. Um, A lot of, uh, lots of news. Tons of news from nowhere, um, right?
0: There yeah. No lead
1: and, up to this? No. Nah, and I, because I, I hadn't even, I hadn't even heard anything about it. I saw, I think a content creator mentioned something about it. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't heard that there's going to be a Pokemon presents, you know, usually you see it on their official youtube or you know nintendo say something or you know it's somewhere i hadn't seen it anywhere
0: i like your fact checking the content creator like we're bitch we're no podcast <laughs> Do you know who we are we're the southeast Premier video game podcast if anybody knows about this it'll be us
1: um so they did there's a lot of uh, free updates and stuff that released uh day of same day as this presentation um one of them being uh the Daybreak update for Pokemon Arceus, um, which will let you investigate mysterious mass outbreaks of Pokemon uh, all over the Hesui region. Uh, You'll be able to battle powerful opponents like Legendary Pokemon and Wardens. Is it like Um, a ward
0: mode? What
1: is that? It's just... I'm not exactly sure. It's just a, a they're adding a bunch of, of of new Pokemon to the region, and you know, I, it seems like more in, uh, just varied battles, different battles. Um, there's also a code that you can enter enter into the uh, what's it the mystery gift, uh, and you have to use this code uh, during March before March 31st. Arceus uh, adventure and that code will give you 30 ultra balls uh gigaton
0: balls and
1: jet balls
0: jet balls come get your jet balls
1: uh they do note as well there will be a animated series set in the legend Arceus universe uh coming later in 2022.
0: That should be solid, right? Because this is like an origin story for the Pokemon universe. That'll be a pretty cool. Yeah. It's
1: like I think Cesar said it. It's like that like isekai kind of thing where a character gets zapped to a different world kind of thing.
2: So yeah, it's time and space basis with uh, the Sonoa, which I guess is a time and space Pokemon. But it's like it's right when they just invented Pokeballs, so yeah, it's like they, they get. They
1: get taken from the future back into the past when they're
2: just, yeah, they, like they bring their, and they bring their cell on. phone with them and the yeah. cell phone magically works in <laughs> certain situations. You know how it is. It's the whole entire,
1: <laughs> uh,
2: bullshit thing where, you know, like, oh, I got some kind of new dad from some time that it only works at certain times and and doesn't work when I need it. So that's
0: one hell of a SIM card.
2: And it's only works. Uh, it's only yeah. It's a one way phone. You can only speak to uh, Sonoa. That's it. Like, All right. That's this, it. this phone sucks. It's like yeah. this is basically a Sonoa phone. So walkie talkie, one way.
1: Um, brilliant Pokemon and uh, brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um,
2: want to say Diamond Unbreakable, didn't you? Yeah,
1: I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be adding uh, a new mystery gift. Um, players will be able to. Redeem a letter, uh, Oak's, recommendation Oak's letter um, received via mystery gift, and then you take it to Professor Oak on Route 224 to receive the mythical Pokemon Shaman, which is the little grassy hedgehog looking Pokemon.
2: Holy shit! And they make you work for that thing, you gotta they do. get the letter, and then you gotta go to Route 224. That's pretty crazy. It's got a long ways. <laughs> I have no idea. i just I don't know. Know. It's like me. I'm like, man, just give me the fucking Pokemon.
1: I mean, if you get if you, I know that's usually used used to be how it was, like you just yeah go and yeah. hit mystery gift. And during the event, it just gives you the freaking Pokemon.
2: Like back in the days, remember, we all had to like trade for fucking Mew and like a. Uh, toy store outlets. Yeah. Media play. Get mew, you I got know. mine at media play. Well, well,
1: technically, you could glitch Pokemon uh, red or blue and, and get that mew.
0: The guy told us how to pull the cord out at the right time because we had the 150. We needed the Mew. It
2: was awesome. I, yeah, I remember trading. I think somebody had named one of their Pokemon Broken Condom, I and I was like, Oh God! No, I was like, oh, no. I, like, I, I don't want I don't want with that my, promotion on uh, my Pokédex decks with the previous name. I'm like, Oh God! <laughs> Dear God, no. Um because you can't rename them, can you? No, you can't. I, not not in it's those early done. games.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> not in those early
2: games. Like you see you get you get into a battle, it's like go broken condom. And like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No. what was that
0: like Ruby or Sapphire?
2: Ah, I, I don't remember, man. <laughs> it's it's I, I was younger, maybe in college. I should remember playing those games.
0: I remember that promotion because that promotion was at local retailer uh, Toys R Us, and I believe that's where oh, the no. person deposited the broken condom. Pokemon. <laughs>
2: That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Sad thing's. Uh, I'm almost a 40 year old man, and I'm still playing Pokemon since this day. So. Uh,
0: okay. Why is it sad?
2: They're good games. <laughs> I don't know, they man. Are. Unless you're uh, Sword and Shield, then there's uh, a secret writing on that one. So. Uh,
1: Pokemon Go. Uh, for those who still play it. Uh, they're at, they're who adding who plays
0: that? Oh, that's the mobile that? phone one. Yeah,
1: they're adding uh, Pokemon from the Alolan region. That's the Pokemon from Sun and Moon.
2: Is that the the Hawaii area? Hawaii. Yeah.
1: Uh, Pokemon EX Masters, uh, or Pokemon Masters EX. I always want to say EX Masters. That's the kind of pay to play uh, mobile game kind of deal
0: ex masters
1: um celebrates uh pokemon day and it being two and a half years old
2: brand i'm, I'm brand i'm happy you watched that man i am not remember half this shit I, I didn't watch any of it It, so.
1: it was like 13 minutes so uh I, players players can earn uh three thousand gems uh and scout 10 sync pairs uh oh each God, day for 10 days up. for free what do you do with this
0: one what is masters
1: ex um, you can pair up with like um gym gyms. gym leaders and different trainers and stuff and like use their Pokemon and do like these little battles and stuff. Oh Richard, it's... I
2: never I never fucking heard of this game until you mentioned it out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't think
0: it's I've been, ever heard of it. It's been around it's celebrating two and a half years of yeah. free gifts sure <laughs> <That's> yeah <hard.
2: laughs> i'm over here i'm, I'm over here with richard trying to fight the existence like this thing never existed before here's <laughs> my ass oh no, it's, no it's
1: there i thought it was a cartoon not, series or a season.
2: card game is it a card
0: game
1: no nah. but it's it's definitely one of those you you pay if you want certain things and pay so, to
2: win basically pay yeah
1: to win. yeah um pokemon cafe mix adds bonuses uh, it's just some login bonuses, um, outfits one? for Bulbasaur. Yeah. Th- these are like the bubble, the, the puzzle, um,
2: puzzle league thing, like or of
1: bubble, bobble kind of deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Pokemon unite. Um, they're adding mythical Pokemon, uh, Hoopa who players can actually try
2: out for free. How did, how do they decide like which Pokemon to add where, I mean, there's like different ones know. and each one's like, I, wait. And to, a, how does the system work? The addition-
0: current state of Pokemon is how I feel about Star Wars. Like I had this firm grasp of the story and the concept, and then everything that's ever come out since
2: then. It's like I don't sure. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know is, if there's really Anakin any in this one. <laughs> any story two, seven, eight, or nine? So I'm like. Yeah. I,
0: I haven't seen any of those. I saw Rogue One. That's the newest one I've seen. Rogue
2: I've One is good. The three ones. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Solo is good, even though a lot of people shit on it. I, I enjoy Solo immensely. Uh, seven, eight, nine. I don't know what's happening. I mean, I was interested because it was cool, because it was new, and then I that it, it's like like it went over here like this stuff happened. Yeah. And I'm like, but it, it has nothing to bear on the the story or going forward or anything like that. It's weird
1: um let's see there's some also some login bonuses on um pokemon unite as well
0: y'all gonna hit those up or United did uh, that i part? don't know I it's of that game, so.
1: yeah it's it, it's the first through the 14th of march you can like get a in-game t-shirt it's like that that's it um get
2: a hat and t-shirt dude that's a big difference
1: yeah the changes um,
2: everything yeah
1: and they're um what the heck was that um you heard that too? Sorry, I, no, no. I I got a call, but it's like a weird spam call. Okay. And it was like opinionology. What is all the thing came up as I'm <laughs> like? New, what the new hell
0: is that? Join them, Brant. <laughs> join the join the hall of opinionology.
1: Um, but they're also adding a uh, a new type of battle. Um, let's see, f- full fury battles. Which it just looks like you can spam a lot of the powerful attacks like nonstop. Usually, there's a cooldown on some of those attacks, and it just looks like you completely spam them. So I'm sure that game wo- mode will be very fun and not frustrating at all.
2: <laughs> Boba, <laughs> uh,
1: and then the how they ended the uh, presentation uh, and what a lot of people were very excited about is they had like this little live action thing and then it went in and showed um
2: gen 9 um like like uh was it um not at the museum-esque yeah i was like was this Nine of the museum pokemon or <laughs> i was like what was happening go on but, I but then it.
1: but then it goes in the game
2: the looks... ben stiller comes out
1: the uh, the game looks like they're just using the Arceus uh, engine, the same thing, because it looks just like Pokemon Arceus. But um, I think they've said that the the battle system, you know, the the typical Pokemon battle system's coming back, not like the the free roam kind yeah. of uh, style that but they. It's,
0: but it's open worldish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just... And the biggest thing is they showed off uh, the three new starters. Uh, and then showed off the, the names for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And, hmm. and it said, uh, coming late 2022.
2: Sure. So,
1: that's uh, pretty crazy. What is it? Um, so, there's
0: a grass cat. Grass cat.
1: Fire. Uh, spree, spregato
0: Crogato. spregato is the cat? Oh, I mm-hmm. like Gato in there. That's good. Uh, Fire... Uh, there's a fire, fire
1: croc for free cocoa. And then uh, the water duck is Quaxly. Quaxly. Is
0: that a hat or part of his? It's a, he's a, He's got hat. a hairdo.
1: He's got a hairdo. He's got yeah, like a interesting looking. freaking uh, pompadour. Yeah. Wow. So. They look
0: so fine. They, they look, they, look yeah. like. Yeah.
1: They look fine. Starter Pokemon. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know. By E3, we'll probably see some more. I mean, obviously, Nintendo doesn't do E3, but they'll do their own treehouse event kind of thing. And this will probably be one of the the bigger ones that they kind of give a few more details on.
0: Scarlet and Violet. We're back to colors.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's going to be any deviations of... Those are both versions of... No, because of RGB. I was about to say they're both deviations of blue, but that's not true. It's interesting, interesting naming convention. I wonder how that's going to tie into the whole if it if it even pertains to it.
1: It's, who knows?
0: Like it seems like they've leaned into like sun and moon and x and y. They kind of leaned into the naming a little bit more than just having two different versions for you to buy one and then your friend <laughs> to buy one so that you can, you can trade
2: things. Oh. Uh. I mean, they've been doing double packs now, so... Yeah.
1: And for, and for a minute, there, they were doing three freaking versions of the game.
0: Yeah. The first, what, like three or four generations? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but did they they, they, c- they switched it up with the DLC, so... Uh, that was the first time they ever did that, so...
0: That's true. The expansion pack things. Yeah. So this is the second generation we've gotten on Switch. Is that what that's counted as? Is this is this after Sword and Shield?
1: Um, I mean, technically, we got the... Pokemon um, Pokemon Let's Go games, which were kind of remakes soft, of Gen 1.
2: Soft reboot of sorts of the first ones were remakes. Yeah. It was like that. we need to get a Pokemon game out quick, so yeah, let's take Pokemon Go, mix it with the first Pokemon game.
0: And, and then, sell a yeah. Little
2: plastic Pokeball.
1: Sword and Shield, and then Arceus. I mean, Arceus technically isn't a mainline game, so... Yeah, they may spin
2: action. it off, spin it that, off as a its own type thing. Yeah, because yeah, because Sword and Shield was what the they, they use England as their inspiration, and they said this yeah. one was like Spain. Spain, Spain is, is what yeah. a lot of people are are thinking. Oh, very cool. So we're still in Europe. So
0: what was the French one? Was that the DS one or the three D the X and the, Y? The
1: French one was X, and y. X yeah. and y.
0: And then what came after that? Was it Sword and Shield? So, was yeah. It that sun far? and Moon. Sun and Moon. That's right. Mm-hmm. The Hawaiian one. Have they, done US, have they
2: done a uh, U.S. one where we got to go across the whole Louisiana Purchase again?
1: Uh, n- <laughs> what was it? Univa was based on uh New York,
2: I believe. Only the Louisiana Purchase one. That's the one I want to play. <laughs> yeah. So
0: that's our, we'll not rest until we have two versions yeah. and just one play is,
2: Oregon Trail, dude.
0: One is Pokemon North Dakota and the other is Pokemon South Dakota.
1: <laughs>
2: you got to unite them,
0: yeah.
1: Pokemon Pokemon <laughs> Mega Coda.
2: Mega Kota. That's the third one that comes out. Hey, man, I'm all for Megacoda man. If I ever get president, that's the first act I'm doing, then I'm bowing out. So. State of the Union.
0: It. Your State of the Union is the Megacoda,
2: Megakoda, United Order. Carolina, and then bowing out. And the Carolinas. Huh? It's yeah, just call it's it good. Carolina. Why divide the peoples? Yep.
0: That was your Pokemon Direct, uh, which they call Pokemon Presents for some reason.
2: Yeah, uh, We got to keep it with the PP, man.
0: PP for Pokemon Presents. Uh, We have a Path to Victory coming up. uh, For coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC, you're going to get a free next-gen update for Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, and Resident Evil 7 later on this year. If you already have copies for those, uh, you will get them for free. Uh, It's going to introduce ray tracing, a high frame rate mode, and 3D audio on PS5, Series X and S and PC. I'm very excited. It seems like I've have sat on some of these masterpieces long enough for them to have like awesome versions.
2: Yeah, so definitely... This is this is very on brand. I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is very on brand with Capcom. So because we're going to get we're going to get PS5 physical versions of it. So, I mean,
0: we talked we talked last week about Capcom being
2: so great at preserving their history.
0: And this is a free upgrade. If you already have it, just pop your disc in and go. <laughs> Uh, On PS5, uh, Capcom is implementing DualSense support for all three games, complete with haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. I think that is a huge next-gen upgrade. Uh, This comes from The Verge, by the way. Uh, Cameron Faulkner. Uh, Even without graphical updates, Capcom's recent Resident Evil titles, its remakes included, are among the most visually impressive games out there. Uh, It's just the rest of their article. I'm not going to read that stuff. But the important things are... Ray tracing, high frame rate, 3D audio, free, and adaptive triggers. And Xbox will be smart delivery. So if you have one of those, you just pop it in, and you're going to get those new ones automatically sent to you.
2: Smart, delivery, the, smart delivery is awesome. I mean, and then it sucks. So <laughs> I saw, did you see that post on Elden Ring? The smart delivery?
0: Uh, mm-mm.
2: So, like, somebody's like, what the fuck did I buy? And there's nothing against the Xbox, and I'm not here to dis- uh, diss it or anything like that. But they popped in the Elden Ring and it was uh 800 megabytes on the disc and it was had a 40 gig download and they're like somebody was arguing with them like maybe they're <laughs> they're prompting to do the update online for the smart delivery and they told them like hey just unplug your console from the internet and then try to install it and it's still 800 megs and they're like what did I, what did i fucking buy on this disc um at that point i was like i'm not buying any more xbox discs at full price at least so Unless you literally
0: I'm, you literally can't play it without the disc
2: Nope, they try to play it with the disc, and it, it says you need an update to play this game. I mean, without the yeah, without yeah. The update, you know. It what says I'm you mean. must connect to the internet to play this game. He, they he are tried great.
0: They are great at preservation, mm-hmm. but it is not. Uh, ask Bran about the Halo campaign. <laughs> it's not on there.
2: So it's just a key. <laughs> I know. I know. Limited run. uh Oh, we lost you, Censor. Technical difficulties.
0: He'll be back. He's, yeah, Very his
2: computer's brief- freaking out.
0: That's our last thing we heard was Limited
2: Run. Yeah, I'll buy from Limited Run because uh, I know they're they're starting the summer to do Xbox games, uh, and I know at least their Xbox games will be complete. So yeah, you think about most of it on but, the disc. Yeah, th- at this point, that's why I only buy digital on Xbox because I'm unless unless I can get the disc super cheap. No, so. it's true. I mean, it seems like nowadays.
1: Mm, all three of the major three kind of have their um, strong points and weak points. I mean, Nintendo is pretty bad at preservation.
0: They're going to remove your rights to yeah. the game to the gonna, game in 10 years.
1: Yeah, they want to they want to gatekeep their own library. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft's great at preservation, but Digitally. horrible at horrible at physical media. They don't want to put all that media on the disc when these are they probably use dual layer blu-rays right or do they use standard
2: blu-ray on series stuff
0: i think they're ultra hd blu-rays
2: they are still on um standard blu-rays oh really that is why you have this that's why when you use the um, the series or the smart delivery it has to download the rest of it um gotcha. ps5s are all ultra hd blu-rays that's why they're separate SKUs and that's why they're separate uh trophies and that's why they're a pain in the ass with their because that's why i don't have a smart delivery system because they were treated as two separate games Two separate games right because because if you buy Elden ring on ps4 it's a standard blu-ray if you buy it on ps5 it's a ultra hd disc so
1: and that's another thing with with xbox is people the whole xbox one was tarnished because it's always online and the way it was marketed and Xbox. And
0: didn't, it didn't launch like that, but it no. left such a you know all the press ran with that before it, it came out. It never it had a came shot. Came out.
1: And that's, I mean, honestly, not nobody's talking about it. That's that's how the series consoles are. Unless you're online, a lot of those games. I think there's a small handful of games. Um, I think what like Devil May Cry and there's a there's a couple games that if you're not connected to the to the internet, you can pop in the disc and actually play it.
0: Is it Japanese developers?
1: Um, it may be some Japanese developers. I haven't I haven't dove too hard into that. And I then, would think if
0: you buy Skyrim, like the new anniversary Skyrim, I would think most of that should be on there. Unless there was like a day one patch with that thing.
1: And then Sony, I mean, they're they're bad about censoring a lot of stuff, even if it just doesn't make sense to censor it. Um, because I, we didn't talk about it. Um, what's the name of that game? Oh, the face um, cutting.
0: Yeah. Some, some, no, Martha's something is. De- That's is all dead. the face cutting. <laughs> and like,
1: no. literally that game went through the entire ESRB rating, got its rating. And when they went with Sony, um, to publish, they were like, uh, there's something here we don't like, or there's something that goes against. It the was, art.
2: uh, it's I something. think when they came so, when they came back, they said I think it was the the face cutting, uh, something with the cutting open the womb, and then uh, masturbation is what and they uh, they cut out of it. Uh, three,
0: it. Three possible outcomes.
2: So I think so, that when they when I looked at the reviews, they said that's what the difference between the ones. I think somebody went through and played them on um, to see what was removed. Uh, but this is this is like face. old this is like old school Sony. This is like what they did yeah. back the original PlayStation one day. It's is weird that they went backwards. I know. Yeah. They loosened up a lot when the the PS3 days because they were losing and they were trying to get as many developers as they can on there, so they overlooked a lot of stuff. There's a lot of PS3 games that I played back in the day were very wouldn't fly now. So or then, what,
0: what is it? Do they have like a super conservative lobbyist that's part of them, or what? What has leaned know. them in that direction? I mean, I did, they're mainly that, trivial things. It's not you're not missing yeah. key parts of the game for this, but but it's still something to mention.
2: I I don't know, man. It's, it's I don't think it's that's it. It's just something that um that's always been part of their culture that I guess they wanted to get back to because a lot of people said when they moved the headquarters to United
0: uh, oh our so, so computers
2: just screwing up. Bear with us <laughs> when
0: they <laughs> move moved the, head- the United States. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, when they move the headquarters to the United States, um, they're saying that's when the, the changes happen, but I, I think. When they talked to the CEO in Japan, I think it's something they were just going back to, because they're they're very. Sony's always been like that. They're, there's always some people not happy with how they did anime on Funimation, where they would do additional edits on theirs, where Crunchyroll was a little bit more looser. Yeah. So and you know Sony was always against porn being on their Blu-rays and Betamax. They've always had like a higher standard again, you know on certain things. Right. Uh,
0: but to close the loop too, you get the majority of the of the game on the disc i mean there's yeah. exclusions but you get you know you can play these you could for the most part you could play ps4 and ps5 stuff offline yeah. as long as it doesn't have that component so you get a large part of the disc on the you know, a large part of the game on the disc
2: and then what
0: is it aside i mean from, th- um, there's
2: there's nothing wrong with it. you you play Elden ring on all yeah. the consoles but it's like for me it's no point buying Elden ring as a physical copy it don't make sense for me. I might as well just buy digital at that point. So, On a, a series, certain platform? On, on Xbox, yeah. So, I mean, if it's a smart delivery thing, I don't, me personally, unless you get a good deal on it, I'm not going to buy a physical copy on it. So, I mean, don't. Yeah. I'm, at that point, I'd rather just have digital, and I, I trust them with digital. But it's like, I, yeah, why why do I have to switch discs for something that and 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 verify discs for something that's like 900 megs that is not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. It might be different for other people. People do like physical stuff, but at that point, if you know, I'll, I'll buy I'll buy the limited run stuff when it comes out. I know at least they'll when they do it they'll, they'll make sure it's complete. So I know. Have, they, have there. they said what their first title is going to be? They just said it's, they're starting this summer. Uh, I guess they had to work out. Uh, they finally got the okay from Microsoft to do small batches, um, and all they told people was like they're going to have to play catch up. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that got missed over. So I'm, I imagine I, I think uh, I, I know Scott Pilgrim's one of them. 'Cause they, they said they were going to do an Xbox version of that one way back. So Okay,
0: so it might not be they may not start off with like an exclusive for that. It may just be versions of other games that have come out for that platform.
2: I'm hoping, you know, they've worked with Sony on like Jack and Dexter. I'm hoping they'll work with Microsoft and do like Halo Infinite and some other games that are not complete and maybe you know add that stuff on there. Cause then the Microsoft's like, all right, we can get out there for people who want it and don't have to worry about it. So blinks the time sweeper collection. <laughs>
0: Voodoo Vents.
2: Yeah.
0: Panther Dragoon Orta. Next up, uh, Nintendo Missions. Brant, I think you know a little bit more about this one than I. There was, there was a news briefing. Yeah.
1: So this one is, it's kind of odd. This actually comes from Nintendo's own website. Um, this was kind of done quietly. They, you know, they didn't make a big fuss about it or, or do any kind of video um, or really have any kind of, um, PR push at all around this, but they've added missions and rewards for the, uh, Nintendo switch online. Uh, all you have to do is go into the Nintendo switch online app. Um, and you can view the, uh, rewards um, and missions rewards tab. Oops. Oh.
0: Did I hit something?
1: No <laughs> Oh But uh So there's actually a bunch of different missions And things that you can you can do now Uh and earn platinum points And then redeem them Um For different, different little rewards So like as a uh Um Just kind of as an example they show on here Where You might Play uh, a game that supports online. Uh, play one per week. Um, play specific that's, NES that's obtainable. Title. Yeah, that's obtainable. Uh, maybe back up some um, save data to the cloud. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. And fun and exercise. Uh, And then play uh, maybe a specific title. Like this one says, uh, play Game Trial Softwares. So they might have um, a demo or something that they want want you to play. And this is an easy way to get some uh, platinum points. And then you can um, redeem those points for special things like uh, these new... Icon elements.
0: It's like avatars,
1: right? It's like the, it's the big thing. So yeah, they usually, they show like up, uh, up in the icon, your player icon. It's usually a few different things you can choose from, um, you know, Mario or peach or Zelda or link. And there's a bunch of animal crossing ones and, uh, Yoshi and, you know, all these different things that you can, Uh, Pick from. But these. It looks like they're going to. Kind of cycle
0: these out. Every
1: so often. So they show.
0: Nintendo making something. Available for a limited amount of time. What do you mean (laughs) Brant?
1: So they say like this is. uh, Available. um, For. uh, This month. I believe in. There's mm, Mario Odyssey ones and Animal Crossing ones. They show these as like different elements that you can bring together. So there's like a frame and they show like this little um, golden circle that has some sparkles to it. And then they have a character, which it is Mario with his uh, with Cappy and he's throwing Cappy.
0: A lot of Odyssey uh, stuff, right? Like, why are they
1: leaning into Odyssey all of a sudden? It's so random how they decide this. And then they have a background, which is like a, it's like a red and a dark red, um, vertical striped background. And then it combines everything, and that's your new user icon. So you get this, you know, nice little circle with the the background and Mario in there throwing his hat. So, I mean, it's interesting and it's. It's definitely a place to
0: start. Um, Give us themes, but Brent, yeah. you bought a couple 3ds th- uh, themes last week, and they are
1: all so freaking good. They add personality, themes. and I another know. and and, and it, what's awesome is you can go in to the that themes part of the 3ds, and you can choose your favorite themes, and then every time you open up your 3ds and go to that home screen, it'll just shuffle through them. So every time you look at that home screen, it can be one of your favorite themes. You know, you give don't have to do just... but they haven't. It's been five years and they, God forbid, they give us <laughs> <laughs> some themes or folders oh, on our Lord. switches. Watch, that'll be the main selling point of that uh, next generation switch.
0: You asked for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mainly
0: that's We're it. Gonna so get it to you.
1: You can go in and get get points redeem them for these little things um and it's all it's it's not achievements it's you know or trophies or anything like that but uh it's uh, it's a different uh take for nintendo it's something it's something you know they're it shows that they're finally doing something and that's the other thing i didn't uh i didn't necessarily put it in news but it seems as if they've fixed the uh, the emulation for the N sixty four games. They're running better. They run correctly. Um, the emulation is damn near flawless. Yeah. Things things look the way they should. So, <clears throat> I actually saw people saying that they would actually recommend the expansion
2: pass for once.
1: <laughs> At so. last. It's finally to that
2: level where it's it's good mm-hmm. enough. It was the, they said it was the most hardware accurate version of Majora's Mask, right? So yeah. So outside of playing the 3DS one, outside of anything that's been emulated so far mm-hmm. in the Wii and the Wii U, so
0: oh, even better than the Wii one? Yeah. Okay. That is solid. All right, that's your Nintendo rewards and missions coming to Nintendo Switch Online.
1: <laughs> it's on there. Just nobody uh, knew
0: about it. No. Shadow Drop. They are, uh, it, it seems so, you know, we're, we're patting them on the back saying at least it's something. And it just seems so old school and backwards. Like, I mean, it seems like. like this is like something you would do on a, a a brand new website in like 2002 as some sort of ad campaign thing. Yeah,
2: I mean they're they're what they're officially what five years into this console and nah, they don't care anymore, man. Yep, just at home now. They made their money,
1: S- slapping a, a OLED screen
2: on it, sell it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's what, the same whatever,
2: thing. Whatever neat stuff they might be doing, it'll be uh, it might be might be for the next console. Hopefully, they don't pull a Sony and just take shit away. So. Can't have themes anymore. (laughs) Yeah. What
1: would they take away? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: No online.
2: I mean, I don't know, man. I just know you can't do themes anymore on the PS5. So Uh, yeah, no
0: PS5 themes. Hmm. Not yet. I don't think I've tried. I've never really like looked at it. I've only done the Xbox one because there was like two Halo ones. So it's got to be something that like draws me to it that way. Damn, I just assumed they were on there.
2: Mm-mm.
0: No. There were some dope ones for PS3 that would like change the tile icons on the cross media yeah. bar and everything. There was and that was such cool a good ones. way to put push for a new game. You know, some new games coming out. And you get to deck all your shit out and the icons and the little clip of music playing in the it, background I, and stuff.
1: I went I went through there recently. There's still a bunch of free ones, uh, especially if you're a PlayStation Plus member. You can get the uh, I think it was like Infamous Two. Yeah. You can get that one for free. And I've
0: got an Uncharted one on one of I've my I've got PS3s. an Uncharted
1: one. I had a Last of Us one. I mean, there's there's all sorts of ones.
0: I think that's been one of my, my arguments with, not an argument, but it's a discussion piece with, and this came up talking to another friend the other day, like he wanted to play a PS2 game, and he just popped it in and literally played it on his PS2. And he's like, man, it's totally different from the last couple games that I was excited to play where I had to wait and do all this kind of stuff. Yep. For for as much as we have gotten and and I would agree with Cesar in reference to like a golden age, we definitely are in a golden age of of games. But for as many things as have gotten better, there are things that have been left behind that seem simple, like themes and things like that, that were just such a huge touch and added so much and it was part of that media cycle and marketing and all that stuff, and it, it just it lended so much Toward your excitement for that property or that game and that's what cemented a bunch of our like uh brant you're an infamous fan for life and i know a lot of that had to do with being wrapped up in everything you could get infamous wise for the ps3 mm-hmm. the themes the wallpapers the uh you know online cartoons and stuff whatever they would do mm-hmm. that would be these cross promotion stuff so there's there's definitely some things i miss we're, we're just the old men yelling at this guy now. <laughs> Back in my day, the whole game came on the cartridge. <laughs> you didn't buy DLC. You bought the Turbo Edition.
1: Yeah. You just bought the game again. Yeah. Uh,
0: What do we have next? Game Pass? <clears throat> game Pass. Pretty big titles coming to Game Pass, including one of y'all's games of the year last year, I think. Yep. I know both of you really enjoyed it, if it didn't make your list. uh, Coming to Game Pass... You have Far Changing Tides. I'm actually very interested in this one. Microsoft Flight Simulators coming to cloud. You're also going to get Final Fantasy Return, or I'm sorry, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13, which is the third one, right? Not the second one? Mm. What was the second one called? Final Fantasy 13 2?
2: Yes, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero, the game that was like nine years in the making. Lawn mowing simulator. There it is again. They promised it to us last month. <laughs> there it is on there now. And uh I think the big one is obviously Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the game that yes. came out at the end of last year, which you guys it was so Brant, good. Brant played it in a weekend. He stormed through it. I don't uh, know.
1: César, you hadn't had a chance to play it, have you yet? No, I've
0: been distracted oh. by many other things. Yeah, I thought you went in on that one. My bad.
1: No, I think he, he bought it when to. he bought it when he uh when that po- got one of those price drops during
2: christmas didn't like 24 you? from yeah. walmart or something like that? yeah that was a good deal
0: uh young souls is coming to uh cloud console on pc that's another promising looking one it's like a co-op beat em up have y'all seen that one yes like mm-hmm. beat em up rpg uh there's an xbox app update on pc you now have option to choose which folder your game's getting installed to finally I think Dear they God. I think they dropped that C drive requirement a while back, but Jesus, they didn't. This is the drop.
2: No, I mean, thank God they did. Yeah, that thing was brutal. Like, uh, let me just I, get, keep you in this one drive. Yeah. I got like 85 drives connected to my computer. So.
0: I, that was my C drive was my smallest one because I just have windows on it. I have everything else on another drive. I was like, shit. Uh, Access to files for select games you've installed, as well as options to repair and move your games, and the ability to mod more games. Uh, There's an update for No Man's Sky. There are perks for Halo Infinite, including a past tense Mongoose bundle. uh, Four double XP boosts and four challenge swaps. EA Sports UFC 4 gives you a fighter and customization bundle. Uh, Century Age of Ashes. uh, Stand out from the crowd with a magnificent... Jorani, Savannah Dragon, a 14 days XP booster and extra gems to spend on customizations. I have no clue what Century Age of Ashes is. Uh, Also an important part of the update, they kind of hide this at the bottom, but it's always important to read as well. Leaving Game Pass on March 15th is Near Automata. I think that's the big one. Fogs, Torchlight 3, and The Surge 2. Those will be Leaving Game Pass. So play them now or get the 10% discount later on. Next up is your PlayStation Now games for March. All available as of this recording, March 2nd. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3 is the big one. We talked about that last week, that it was going to be kind of a day and date release title. Um, Crisis Remastered. It's a big one.
2: Remastered.
0: Relicta. Physics-based puzzle game, says the PlayStation blog. Sure. Chicken police paint it red. That looks interesting. <clears throat> and those are your big games for PlayStation Now.
1: Still no uh, word on uh, Spartacus yet.
0: Nothing. What do you think that timeline looks like? What are they waiting for for that? When is it done? There won't be like an event or anything that they try to gear it around.
2: No, I mean. They could be testing it like they did with the movie service Sony did in Europe, so that never made it over here.
1: Oh, when they start testing it, they'll uh we'll see something about it. It'll leak. Yep. Nobody can uh-huh. keep their mouth shut
0: in the Twitterverse. Yeah. And that stuff already got out the uh the Spartacus that, was, that a, was that a Jason Schreier expose? Yeah,
1: there was something I heard about it earlier this <clears throat> week about pro- possible, like, the tiers being, like, um, essential, um, extra, and more, or something like that. And, of course, those names will probably change. And Right. It was about, you know, functionality and possible things like... Um,
0: Did it still have the rumored, like, PSP and PS2 and that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. I do not
1: hate that, for sure. But I think think it was the top tier that was the only tier that allowed for, like, certain game streaming and stuff. But I think the middle tier still had something about PS Now.
0: I would think, honestly, I would think they would all have... The streaming with that Gaikai purchase, what, going on at least a decade now? No. You would think, right? Yeah.
1: But it's gotten people speculating over that whole, are they getting PS3 games running natively? Since they've had all those weird glitches in the PSN store and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. That would be cool, not gonna lie. I would be very happy to pop PS3 discs in my (laughs) PS5 and play them. Even if it's some sort of, you know, well, Microsoft's doing it. You just, you know, a patch downloads. It'll be the most recent version of that. So that would be very cool. That would be cool. All right. We're done with news. Let's go into games played. Uh, We have all played a decent amount of Halo since last week. Yep, I've been able to hop on with you guys on random times, not our usual Saturday night. And did I convert everyone to the tactical Slayer? Are we all fans of the no radar, no grenades?
1: <laughs> it uh, it has its moments. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, it's all right.
1: I you, you get those. You right. get those games that are actually, uh, yeah, you know, pretty fun or close. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 down I mean, to the wire and I'll everything. But play- there's other games you just constantly. Turning a corner and just dying immediately. Massacre.
2: Yeah, I would only probably play when you play That's it, it's not like I'm like, Oh, let me play this. Seek that one out. That's fair, yeah. Uh,
0: but that one, uh, that is scratching my like tense. There's actually a penalty for dying type thing, but I still, I'll add to this the last round that I played, I played like the most technical, tactical round of Halo I have ever played. Um, I, but I came in last place. I was nine and two. I only died twice. And I was nobody else was close to plus seven. So to me, that is the name of the game, right? Kill. Yeah. You want to get kills, but if you're just throwing yourself out there and you're, you know, 17 and 15, that guy came in way ahead of me. And, and I'm like, I'm playing this totally different from, I guess, the way it's meant to be, but it, it's fine. I have so much fun with trying not to die like i'm trying to keep that death tally super low and also playing super tactical like calling out where people are at and i i'm really wanting a new socom game because socom sounds like exactly what i want in a a shooter like that but i was not playing online games when socom was in its heyday so i would love to have another crack at at that type of game that co-op you know high stakes tense where if you do make a mistake you are going to get killed and you know you've got to work as a team and call out where people are at and all that kind of stuff but i'm really loving that mode um we played uh the family went camping this weekend we were gone for four days so that so that was the majority of my week since the last recording And while we were camping, uh, you know, no internet access, that sort of thing, I was getting very short bursts of that Pokemon story on Sunday. (laughs) As it would come through, I'm like, wow, this is a new Pokemon game. What the hell? Like, well, okay, it's it's a new generation. It's not just a new one. So that was very surprising to me, getting those little brief snippets. But uh, at one point, the mosquitoes. We were in South Georgia, and anyone who's been in South Georgia knows mosquitoes are very, very, very bad. Even in February, it was 82 degrees down there, <laughs> and um, the mosquitoes drove us in one night. And the whole family, including in front of the show Russell and the kids, we all played Mario Party, and we didn't do, we didn't set it up for like the board game and the rolls and things like that. We just fired up mini games and hit random and passed the controllers around. And we had so much fun with that. It was an absolute blast. Just never knowing what <laughs> mini game is going to pop up. For some reason, one of my kids set it up where you could not practice. So it would just you see the the main screen, and then you hit go, and then you're in. So if it was one we haven't played before, there was no explanation. You were just gonna you were gonna try to figure it out. So that led to a lot of hijinks, and we just had we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of laughing and you know, crazy stuff that happens in Mario Party and everybody was laughing and cracking up. It was just, it was that Mario Party moment. Like they try to, they try to frame it on the commercial. Like this is how this is, this game's going to play out. And this was, I think this was one of my games of the year last year and it's still, it's still holding up. This is, this they made a good ass Mario Party game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, then today I picked up uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I played some more of that. Um, I've, the, the next big mission I had is... Uh, in the very beginning, you had this event called the Proving, and Aloy won this Proving. And essentially, it was uh, it allowed her to not be an outcast. So she's accepted of sorts uh, with this Nora tribe. And at the end of the Proving, they're invaded by this other group. And uh, a lot of the kids, the young adults that were in the Proving, uh, were killed. And so now they're seeking out that tribe. And that's kind of what the the past couple missions I talked about last week were leading up to and then i actually i met up with this tribe that had had, that had killed us um and of course it's not like straightforward you're going you're traversing across the the mountains and trying to stay away from the dinosaurs and that kind of stuff so it's the open world trappings in between those two locales but it had been probably about 10 or 12 days since i played last so as they're as they're firing off some of these story things i'm like oh yeah that's what i was doing there oh yeah this is what uh, the war chief, that's that's her son who's with me here. And um, I also did one of the big side missions, which apparently is going to be a bunch of them where you can liberate bandit camps. And just like Uncharted, just like Metal Gear, just like any other stealth game where you can optionally maybe play a stealth. I will start off <laughs> doing super well, snapping necks. I'm ducking. I'm dodging. I'm in the shadows. And then, and then somebody sees me, and all hell breaks loose, and I'm I'm just I'm going to town after that. But I'm playing yeah. on. So there's like a there's a story mode, which is like super easy. It's like go through, play the story, that sort of thing. I didn't want to do that one, so I did easy. So nothing is like super challenging. I've been killed by one uh, dinosaur that I provoked <laughs> from across the river, and I was like, I'm safe over here. He's not gonna come after me. <laughs> it fucking like forded the river and came after me, and so uh, I, I mean, I asked for that death. But um, the the camp, the story beat with this camp, because Aloy is also trying to figure out like where she came from and what the past is and why she has the focus and all that stuff. And part of like getting to that big camp was me going down. Clearly, it was a highway. There's like an overhang with like street lamps and there's cars that are rusted over and stuff like that. It was just it's so far past what we would consider modern day i'm definitely wanting to know what happened in that universe i hope it answers it in this in this game but uh the controls started clicking right back immediately uh it plays super well it looks gorgeous um the cutscenes are still a little jarring just coming from uncharted 4 and some of the traversal is jarring coming from uncharted 4 but they're totally you know they're two totally different games i'm just used to if i jump on it i can climb it and aloy will not do that. She'll just jump up against that thing and <laughs> fall back down like, nope, you're not supposed to go up there. But uh, that continues to be just a beautiful, gorgeous game. The story is really good. Um, and I want to I want to figure out the mystery with her. I want to figure out why she's... why she was an outcast, why Rost, the guy who raised her, was an outcast, what happened in this world. It's, it's all so bizarre, and everybody seems to know a little bit of the story and not tell her. And I'm just like, okay, why don't you... <laughs> It's up to the matriarchs. Everything's hidden behind this this faith and the all-mother and the the matriarchs and that kind of stuff and how they've laid out some of these laws and, and the way this world works. But it, it's all very fascinating. And uh, I think the big thing with the cult, I mentioned that cult uh, outpost that I had to take out. They have found a way to corrupt the machines. So the machines have been against humanity that I've known of for a long time. And that's the way the game has has led you to and now here's this group cr- group of people that can control them like the the machines have this like reddish almost like the uh you remember the monster from Princess Mononoke that had like the that had like mm-hmm. the purple like it took over the boar and stuff um so it, it those corrupted machines have that element but interestingly enough you know i've been playing like 6 or 7 hours of of the machines are not they're not susceptible to fire which was like the first upgrade you get and now these ones are so you can shoot that crap that's that's corrupted these machines with fire and that will that will help you in those battles but uh it's a lot of fun plays beautifully good ass game i'm enjoying uh horizon zero dawn the first horizon
2: yeah that that story for the whole world is very um very similar to um panzer Dragoon saga so really pretty much the same basis yeah
0: some parallels in there about
2: what's going on yeah it's very very similar
0: I'm interested to see how this one goes. It is quite good. I just learned how to fast travel. So I've been walking fucking everywhere. And I, I have this item that I didn't know what to do with. And you just. Uh, you could just fast travel when you need to. And <laughs> I figured that out. I was like, oh, God, I could have been doing this the whole time. Damn it. Instead of running all these places. So I may fast try. Oh, yeah. is your friend, man. Yeah, I made it. I may try to mainline some things. Uh, after that ring of... It was like a metal ring world. And all of a sudden I'm like... Alright, i right, going to get some Halo in my Horizon Zero Dawn here. And uh, at the end of my that... Hola. Yeah. <laughs> my hola. At the end of that story bit... They're sending me to a town called Meridian. I believe it is. But there's a couple other like big bandit outposts... Sort of things that I've got to take down. And it's... Uh, I can see how the gameplay loop is... It's weaved into this world. And it's done, interestingly enough to where it doesn't feel repetitive. Like I don't feel like I'm just gonna be checking off thing lists, you know.
2: That And that crafting should be very similar to what you're accustomed to in the first Tomb Raider. Yes, to, it's so which good. Which I figured I don't, you would enjoy. Where I you don't just picking up it. twigs and yep. you go into the menu and craft and stuff real quick. And yep. it's very, uh, you can tell they got the influence from that game on that, so.
0: I always have too much stuff. I'm never like, I gotta go get some of those. I always have enough stuff and mm-hmm. the crafting is fast. You hold down, well, I think it's L1, and you pull up your wheel, and then you just hold down X on whatever item you want to craft. And a lot of the times, you can do it mid-battle. So if you run out of air, a certain it type slows of arrow, down
2: time. Yeah. it
0: slows down time. And it's it's perfectly integrated in there. It's.
2: I'm thinking about it now. It's like the Zeworto. <laughs> <It> slows <laughs> I, down time.
0: I didn't want to stop playing to do this, so I'm still thinking about that. I might get a little bit more of that on uh, after the show. We'll see. Well, but those are my games played this week. Halo Infinite. Which is probably every week, um, Mario Party Superstars and Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: Um, mine. It's very. When was the last time we record? I can't keep track of shit anymore. Last Wednesday. Was when it actual coward? Wednesday? I can't tell, tell yeah. us
0: about Elden Ring. You coward! Tell us.
2: No, never. Uh, so I've been playing some uh, Soul Hackers on the 3DS. Um, I played Soul Hackers on the Sega Saturn years ago uh i haven't played the 3ds uh reiteration so i fired that one up um i've never played the playstation version which was the supposedly the one where they added a whole bunch of shit to it and also plays very differently so is the 3ds one a port of the saturn one it's a port of the playstation one which is a port of the saturn one so let's go with that uh <laughs> ports the ports the port within the port um uh the only port thing inception is- some of the stuff that I miss from this generation that <laughs> Portception. I, Portception is pretty good. Uh, some of the stuff I miss from this generation where we have multiple options on um, language and everything like that. It's, it's I'm reminded in the 3ds like I've only have English voice acting, which is fine. English voice acting is good, but I've always been prone to do uh, Nihongo as my major one um Which is pretty cool because I, I can even choose Japanese as my major language in Destiny too. Which, uh if you go into the additional settings, you can install additional language packs like you do on a PC. Um, That's pretty cool. You have to manually do it though, and you have to like right click and go into options and scroll down. It's like it's not it's not in the game menus. It's built into the PlayStation menu system. Uh, just an FY for anybody who's interested in that type of thing, because you can do Spanish and French and other languages in there too that way as well Very if you're cool. not in those regions um i got like three or four hours in that one so i mean it's like um you live in the city that is similar to like tokyo um they've done an upgrade to make it like very modern uh they gone through and they put like computer computer terminals everywhere and it's like it's like cyberpunkian matrix stuff this came out like i think 97 or something like that it's very ghost in the shell list uh it's like a very modern city and they have like this uh virtual world called Amadon x which is a uh, uh, MMRPG, but it's in the beta phase where they only let certain people in there. So when you start the game, you work for the um, a hacker group called the Spookies. And you, like I, as I mentioned this last time, you, you yeah, hack in about there the spookies. and you put your name on the beta list so you can get inside this world. And so as you go into this uh, virtual world, um, you have these demons that are speaking to you. Um, there's one that's called uh, Kanap that's speaking to you. It's, it takes the form of a, of a coyote. And he's kind of taking me to the movie theater in this virtual world. And I'm like living other people's existences so like um there's a gun pc in there and i don't know why everything sega saturn related had to be with like guns a, back in the day but there's like a, a vr thing PC in there yeah okay so like this canap is making me live uh i guess a guy who was transporting this gun pc and it lets you know ahead of time like hey you're watching this movie but the decisions you make in this movie will affect your outcome in the game so like if i die in the in the movie then I, the game's over so it's like you, you just can't it's not like it's not like you're watching a movie you have to do it right basically to get to the end of the story so and that's where i kind of left off i think it's like the first couple of hours into it so I was like I'm, some guys like uh transporting this new prototype pc somewhere and he's running away from somebody so uh but i'm like seeing it through their eyes and that's how they're going through the story um like i said the battle system on that one is very similar to like any other shimugami tyson where you, you see the enemies out front it's not third person or you know it's not turn-based like it is yeah. where they've done, like a, recently. dragon like thing dragon quest yeah yeah I don't uh, like,
0: I don't like those. It's just my first games were like Pokemon. My first RPGs were like Pokemon and Final Fantasy seven where I could see the people. So it was always hard to see like Dragon Quest or Shimigami Tensei or uh, Earthbound, like Earthbound. That's one of the things I can't get past. It's just that scroll of, you know, you did five damage. It's, it's bad enough when you don't really see them like do anything. Like the Pokemon just run up and just like, <laughs> you know, do that. And some shape goes at the enemy. But, like, that at least gives you some sort of semblance of the battle. You don't even see your people and stuff. Mm. And that's that's always been one of my things. I I, that's my block, because yeah. these are great games. But, like, a design aesthetic, I've never, it's just, just never did. vibed with me,
2: yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I remember the days when I was in kindergarten, first grade. I, I used to skip school and play Final Fantasy on the NES, so, like, 89, 1990. So, uh, like I said, I've always been accustomed to those type of RPGs where they have weird angles and battle systems. I mean, mm-hmm. at least that one you can see your characters on that one, but yeah, it's different than Dragon Quest, but uh, I've been doing that for years. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I have been, as Richard alluded earlier, I have not playing some in Elden Ring. Uh, Tell us like about couple, Elden Ring. I'm 10 hours in. I'm level 54. I um, think You start off at level 10, so I've been grinding for a while. Uh... When you pull up the system, you... I've like I've never really vibed with uh, Dark Souls games, and I don't know why the ones I actually try are the most difficult ones. I think they said Bloodborne is the hardest of the whole series. <laughs> and then they that's, that's, the, that's you the first one the I most? ever played, like, yeah. many hours into. And then Elden Ring is the one right below it. They said it's harder than the other Dark Souls games. Uh, so uh, I did do some build research, and I think I, I ended up... Well, I didn't think I, I chose the Confessor class as my main on this one because i think that's the one where it distributes the stats evenly throughout everything in there like you're bigger all that's distributed even, evenly in double digits is that what so i should pick you, when i play it um that's the one they said if you want to not be limited and to go into deep builds on certain aspects then yes that's the most balanced one they said um so yeah, because there's multiple classes on here. Like, there's a the samurai one that's more on defense. Uh, there's, you know, there's uh, magicians out there where it's more magic. There's some people who have never, I've, re- I've read online, that never used any magic-based characters who did it in this game. And they're like, I'm never going back. They're like, they can, it's like there's so many different ways to play this game. So, like, your best mm-hmm. bet, Richard, is to kind of look at the classes and see which, how you want to play it. So when I did my research first, is uh, they said if you just want to go through and experience the game and the story and have the least amount of trouble and, and most the the easiest way to level up a character evenly, yeah, is that I chose the confessor class because as you go through, the, the primary ones they want you to um, the attributes they want you to uh, upgrade as you uh, level up is vigor, endurance, strength, and fate. And those four, and basically I just go down the list and just upgrade those four as I go through there, and I haven't had really that much issues. I mean the game's hard, and I mean you can't just fuck around and just swing a sword; and you're gonna you're gonna get right. massacred. It's not right. that's not this is this is all gameplay based, so that's how these games are always have been. But this one's like a very uh, big open world, so I, I know you're big in those open world games. I mean this this world's yeah. fucking huge. It's I, I think I spent the first ten hours nine hours I, I haven't even done anything with the store. I finally got onto the store after the first nine hours. But I was just fucking around, going around and looking at different shit. So not even look at half the map yet. So, um, and it's
0: interesting to move around that world, right?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like any other Dark Souls game. There's not there's a story in there, but it's not in your face. You have to find it. So it's like you just I happen to stumble across stuff. So you know how like the Breath of the Wall where you stumble across stuff. Yes. Uh, that's kind of like that. I just happened to like, oh shit, you know, like if I never would have went over here, I would never met this person, you know. That's cool. She ended up giving me a summons, you know what I mean? And I just happened to go over here to upgrade a weapon. She happened to be sitting there. That's so, the like, stuff it, I like. Mm-hmm. So as you play this game, you're like summoned to this world called the Elden Ring, and um, it, like in the I, from all the Bloodborne games I played and everything out there, they put you against a boss in the beginning of the game after you do your character creation. Which you're not going to win. You die instantly. So I think I fucked up already. So I was like, I die instantly. I did the same thing happen in Bloodborne. The first enemy you fight, you die. Yeah, it's it like takes a wolf another or
0: something to beat you in the Bloodborne, right? Like a wolf yeah.
2: thing. And it takes you to another world where it kind of breaks down this game. So like I, I go through and it says I'm tarnished. Like I'm tarnished and I'm maidenless. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I just, I'm just i reminded constantly that I'm tarnished and maidenless. But uh... <laughs> That's why you're texting that to us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's constant okay. reminder everywhere. I think I fucked around and like the guy was telling me about maids and shit. I was like, fuck you. And I started attacking him and he took out this red sword and sliced me in half and killed me instantly. It's like, I guess I wasn't supposed to like, oh. fight this guy. Oh. So so like there's some stuff on there. He's supposed to be your friend. And if you start attacking him, he'll fuck you up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because I was like, fuck uh... this. And I was like, I just started attacking him and he just he literally made this like fireball sword come out and just destroyed me instantaneously. So I'm like, I don't even think I had I don't even think at max level I could beat this guy. And He's like he kinda explaining the stuff like what to do in the game to you. So um yeah when you start the game you you lose this this boss battle i don't know where it's at and you you get transported to like this cave and it's kind of like the cave is like your tutorial so as you go through you can either go through the gates up top to start the game out go into the world and figure it out as you go or there's a lower level where it kind of eases you through like okay this is how you attack this is how you sneak this is how here's your first boss at the very end this is how you fight a boss it's very babyish it kind of gives you the basics of the game and um, I don't think I've died in the tutorial at all. I just it went through. I mean, it just kind of gives you an idea. Of like, all right, this is how you, this game, is mainly played. So after you go through the tutorial, you, you go through the uh, the gates, and then it opens up this humongous world. And there's like this giant golden tree up in the air. And it's like there's castles turned over and buildings toppled over, and it's like trees everywhere. And and you're like there's just people walking around. You don't really get a story to it. So like I mean, the first guy I came to is like the one I told you. He's like. I'm a tarnish. I don't know what that means. And then um, I don't have a maiden. I'm maidenless. So apparently that's a very minimal. So, like, in the very beginning of the game, they tell you, like, there's these demigods, and you're supposed to become the Elder King. It's what the Elder, Elden King, excuse me, uh, is what your goal is. So you have to beat these demigods. And I think when I looked online, there's 80 bosses. So you got to kill all 80 bosses to get become the Elden King. So, uh. and that's how you unlock the ending. So it's like, it's just basically you going around. And like Shadow of the Clauses, you're going down and taking down bosses at various sizes, at various different ways to play them, and various different ways to attack them. Um, it is very like Shadow of the Clauses because I ended up when I get my maiden, I end up meeting a maiden called uh, Mil- I think her name's Milia, and she's like, hey, I can help you out. I'll be basically she volunteers to be my maiden, and she gives me a, a steed like a horse, and I'm riding around like Shadow of the it's like a <laughs> horse with a sword, and I running up to people and attacking them. And <laughs> all right, it- Brant. It- it's very much, you can tell, like, the creator of the series has always used Ico and Shadow of the Colossus as inspiration. This one is probably the most, he's closest he's been to Shadow of the Colossus. He's always an Ico in the other one. Right, uh, the, like the isolation and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's like, this one is like, it, this, the horse mechanics is very much like Shadow of the Colossus. I'm just riding around and and attacking with the sword and going around. It's like, you can run up to enemies and attack them on the on the horse and and um or you can just go and hide and stalk and you get stealth abilities and you can come up, and sneak up on people and attack them from behind. There's so many different ways to play the game. And so the whole point of this game is just it's it's just a discovery. That's all it is. Cause I'm just happening to go into a cave and I'll see some mist and it'll take me straight into an area where I fight a boss. It's like you're just going around and finding shit. And it's like you get bits of stories like you're trying to become the the Elden King, and, you know, you got a maiden, and she's kind of explaining stuff as it goes through. She, like, a- after I beat the first boss, she's like, hey, I can bring you to this round. They call it the round table, kind of like a King Arthur type thing. And it's, like, an area where I can, like, uh, meet more characters, and they, like, there's, a there's a, like, a blacksmith in there who will level up my weapons, and he's, like, chained to the wall, and you can ask him about why he's chained there, and you get more about the story, or you can not ask him at all and just level up your weapons as however you want to play it. So it's, like, it's there for you to, if you want to explore it, it's there if you don't. But um, as, as you go through, you'll see like these little fire areas and they're, and they, um, they're not like they're almost kind of like Dark Souls, but it's not. It's like they're uh, I think they are called blessings or something. I forgot what it's called mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I can't think of it. Um, and they're scattered throughout the world. So like when you sit there, um, they will recharge your flask. So like when you start up the battle, you get I think I had three flask. I had two for healing. One for magic healing. And you can use those in between battles, and then every time you get to the fire pit or save point, basically, and you and you sit there, you refill this flask. But the problem is, every time you sit there, you repopulate all the enemies on the field. So like whatever you killed before returns. So you have to be <laughs> careful. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and then the um, the thing that's different in this one, I don't know if they have done it in, 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 in Blood- they didn't do it in Bloodborne. I don't know how it worked in Dark Souls. Is like all those little pits. Since this world is like an open world and it's so huge, you can fast travel between between any of those so like if you're something that you find one like later on down the road I can travel all the way down there and travel back if I need to level up a weapon and so you know you, you go in between those ones and it's fast travel and so you you get a giant map and then the map kind of shows like a golden trail like a wind trail and that kind of like points you in a direction where you need to go where it's like alright if you want to follow like the story or you want to start finding the bosses in a certain order you follow this trail but you don't have to do it I That's went, all, cool. went all the way to the right and did my own fucking thing that's cool. And there there's some enemies I got totally decimated. I was like, all right, I guess I'm not supposed to be here. And so, and then there's some like, I can just run past them and still get past the area I need to. So it's not like the enemy stops you from like progressing to the area you want to go to. I just you just got to get on get on the horse and run faster than it. So there's one where there's... I think there was one that was chasing me on a bridge at night, and there was like a poison pods. Going up a hill, and I fuck him. Just had him run through all the poison pods and kill him with poison. I didn't even attack him at all. <laughs> so he, he literally just died. I was like, I tried to fight him. He killed me one hit, but he followed me on the poison pods and he died like after about two minutes. The poison killed him. So I was like, there's there's different ways you can play the game out there, and it's 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 interesting. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of open world games, but I've it, and it's frustrating at the same time too because there's some out there where you know they'll fuck you up, man. I, I got those, I I got two those like hawk like creatures with like fucking swords for talons. And like, there's three of them on me at the same time. And I'm like, like, if your endurance is not high enough, I mean, you won't survive. They'll fuck you up, especially if there's like three of them on there. So it's like most of the very beginning of the game, the first 10 hours of me, it's just it's beating enemies, leveling up and moving up the endurance and vigor and all that stuff so I can survive later. Everything kind of levels up with you. So, you are not. it's not like you sit there. Ah, well, I'm level 50 and I went up 40 levels and I could be any boss now. It doesn't matter. They kind of auto scale the difficulty with them. Yeah. So if I'm not – if I go up there and just start swinging up there, I'm going to die. So it's like you have to, like, watch an enemy. You're going to die a couple times. You have to watch an enemy, see the pattern. Like, all right, I know when he swings, he swings forward, so I need to to roll back. You know, I know when he does this, I need to roll right, you know. And then you can – I
0: realize you die a lot. I don't mean to cut you off. I realize you die a lot. What are the penalties for dying? Like, it's fine if it's not going to be this major thing where I lose – 15 minutes of progress, or I'll never get the items back that I had, or something.
2: You you re, you retain all your items. You lose runes. Uh, runes is uh, what you use to level up, and you don't lose them. You have to go back and reclaim it, so it'll be at the spot you died. So once you go up there and you it's claim it, you're good. So it's like so I, it's pretty it's it's pretty fair. Yeah. So like that's the first thing I do if I so if I die near a boss or something like that, I, I run up there and reclaim those runes before I do anything else, because it's like if you die again, you lose it. So if you die twice a, in a row, it's gone. So there's a
0: difference between difficulty and something that just doesn't doesn't respect your time.
2: Yeah. And it's fine, like whatever items. There's literally I think I posted something on Twitter. There's literally with the first boss, we killed each other at the same time, and it still gave it to me. So I was like, I didn't oh. have to redo the whole battle. Like, oh. like he literally killed me and I had poisoned him and the poison just killed him like or after he killed me. I put it on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, it was a tie. And it still gave me the credit. And I he was dead when I came back to life. So I, I went over that. there and picked up my shit. So like nice. So it, it to me it's fair. It's more fair than uh, you know. The, I I don't think it was that fair in Dark Souls. I think they they tweaked a little bit. So it's difficult, but I don't think it's like where you're like fuck. You know. I've
0: read it. I've read it's more approachable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the. I think they they mentioned that this was probably the one that out of everybody would be. I, I still laugh at people on Twitter where they were like this game sucks and it's like I I. There was somebody out there. that said they were, they had some of their friends who bought Dark Souls and didn't like it. Bought uh, Bloodborne and didn't like it and they proceeded to buy Elden Ring. <laughs> And expected the like in it. this like, and the guy's like, "Come on, man, this is the third time." I was like, they didn't change anything. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like I would probably not buy it. You know, I'll probably try another way where you have to go full send on it. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I got ten hours into it. I'm like, uh, it's, it's called uh, Grace. That's what they call it. As a, they, they always like Lost Grace is discovered. I believe that's what's called. Um, so yeah, I'm like ten hours into it. And I'm just kind of trudging along. Now I'm like in this. They call it like storm storm castles and i'm like slowly going through it i don't even know if i'm supposed to be here so like i beat the first boss there where it's like a he kind of he kind of like warns me like what i'm doing and uh, that's the one i told you we kill each other now i'm like going along the walls and so i got to a point where like before we we i stopped to do the podcast that um there was two enemies that had like a very strong knight and he was like going down there and i saw i climb down the ladder and start fucking shit around i was like all right let me climb up the ladder and just start attacking when i get up there it won't let me cheese it man i I almost got him almost (laughs) got him killed and then he's like, the problem is it got me up into the, the boardwalks up top and panning me in the corner and he fucked me up instantly. So I was like, oh. I, you have to keep moving, man. It's like, I try to cheese it, man. It doesn't let you cheese it, man. Cause I was like, damn. I'll just fuck him up his climb up the ladder. I was like, oh. I got like half his life down. But he still, he still gets some kind of <laughs> shield attack where he slams the shield and it does like this little whirlwind and it fucked me up, man. I was like, damn. Because I, I I wasn't careful enough. I wasn't blocking and stuff like that because I should have been more cautious. I was in there. I was just getting like, I'm going to cheese this guy and just be, you know, I got this, you know, and then, you know, I wasn't still cautious. So it's like you can't. There's a little stuff in there, man. And it's been pretty fun, man. I, I and I'm, you know, me. I'm not the I'm not the biggest person on open worlds, and I tend to play games for story. But like I think ever since I played like like those um, Shadow of the Colossus and Ico and played those games, you know, they have a story in there. And you just have to kind of like experience it. This is very yeah. similar to those too. And Bloodborne's the same way too. Since the Bloodborne was that's the most difficult one. That's the hardest one. It's like you just have to get past that initial difficulty where you get over. Over, uh overwhelmed with like um waves and waves of uh, enemies sometimes and it's it's hard man um and it's not and, like this one at least is fair this one there's there's a lot of grace points so it's it's not like Bloodborne where I've only unlocked one uh lantern and it's like the next lanterns like way down the map and it's like through 50 enemies and it's like you know if I die I gotta go all the way back to that lantern again and go through all those enemies again this one is more spaced out and it's more uh, like you said it's more approachable Oh uh, man, and I remember when I had to go up, and there's some there's some surprise moments, man. There's like there's a bit where I'm riding on my horse, and I was going up. like, so I got this, man. And there's like people shooting arrows. I'm just gonna run past it. You can run past the enemies if you want, you don't have to fight them. And some fucking giant troll just came and landed on my horse and just kicked me off. I was like, no. And he just started going down the mountain, the mountain that's like fucking me up. Man, there's there's a lot of shit like <laughs> coming out of nowhere. And it's like, what in the hell, man? Cause I wasn't prepared for it. Just he just dropped to the ground landing landed on me. He's like, what the fuck? And I couldn't, I couldn't come oh, the great. horse. And- so I'm sitting there like I'm running up the hill like trying to run from this guy. So, like, <laughs> and it's like a giant troll man. It's like the fucking height of a castle with a huge ass sword. So oh, it's pretty amazing. good, man. I, I'm enjoying it. The the, the only thing you got to know when you play this game is just you got to take it slow. And it's not one of those games you got to rush. So it's like it's not like you're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna click I'm gonna check this off my list of games to beat. It's not like that. You can't do that. You just got to go with your pace. And I've seen people on Twitter say they put ninety hours in the game and they're they want to restart their characters again, start over again because I guess they felt like. They can rebuild the character better, and like they still after 90 hours, like they didn't beat the game. They're like, I, I, I they just rather restart over again and, and build it the way they want to build it. So, it's like it's all about the grind, man. You just have to sit back and enjoy it. That's all. So, that's 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 me playing the Elden Rings. For once, I'm not scared of an open world game. So,
0: Elden Rings.
2: Brent. It's on you, buddy. Bring us home.
1: I guess I'll wrap it up. Um, I have been playing Sly Cooper 3 for a little bit. Uh, I started that. um, Picking up where the last one left off. uh, The gang kind of uh, was in a little bit of... uh, I guess... A little bit of a rut at the end of the last one because of what happened um, when they took down clockwork for a second time. Um, clockwork
2: night?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: clockwork night. Oh, hell.
1: <laughs> uh, Bentley got hurt. And so now he's, like, in a wheelchair. Uh, and Murray kind of... <laughs> your favorite character, Bentley. <laughs> Uh, and Murray kind of blamed himself. So... Hippo. This one kind of opens up where they have found, um... You know, we've heard that Sly's ancestors, uh, were great thieves. And the only thing that he had any sort of attachment to them, um, to any part of his family was the, uh, Thievius, Thievius Raccoonus. Raccoonus. But in this, we learn that there is this, um... Mythical, like, kind of hidden, tucked away island, and there's this giant, mm. uh, Cooper family vault. Um, but it's been, it's been, uh, the island has been taken over by, like, some, some evil scientist dude who's, uh, I want to say he's, he's, he's a type of ape, if I remember correctly. And, um, the the beginning of the game. It's one of those where you start off kind of at the end and then as the whole thing starts to unravel and go wrong, it kind of boots you back to the beginning of the story. I guess where you're, you're wondering how
0: I got here. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: so you're the little, uh, little rucker scratch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's uh it involves telling you about yeah, the Cooper Family Vault. And how it's going to be the biggest heist that they're going to pull, and to do this, they really need—they uh, need a team, you know. So the the first part is to try and get Murray back, because after he blamed himself, uh, he kind of went—he went to Australia and he's been learning from like this guru, um, doing meditation and all this other stuff, and he's he's kind of gotten on this non-violence. Kick, (laughs) Uh, you know the character known only for his brute strength and violence. Yeah, so
0: the heavy lifter of the party. Yeah,
1: and you wind up
0: fragile flower.
1: You wind up in uh, in Italy in search of Murray because he's been going around the world and um, seeing all these different things, and uh, you go to Italy first, where there's this um masked guy and he's putting tar in all the water and yeah. just so just so happens that murray's guru told him that he's to to be there in italy and meditate until the um dark water or the black water turns clear so
0: helpful, helpful. You, t-
1: you talk murray into helping you of course in a non-violent fashion uh Solve this problem. Um, And it winds up. Murray gets mad and and beats this guy up at the end. Uh, So you get Murray back and you go to Australia because you need to talk to his guru about, you know, breaking off Murray's training. Uh, You go to Australia only to find that there's a bunch of people tearing up the Australian outback, mining into the ground and drilling and stuff. So now you have to help the guru, because the guru's been imprisoned. His magical items have been taken from him. So you get his stuff back, break him out of prison, and then drive the people off the land. And then the guru agrees to join you as well. And <laughs>
0: uh, Now you have a spiritual advisor.
1: From there, um, you're on the run, because Carmelita catches up to you. Um,
0: Carmelita Fox.
1: And where, where am I now? I'm in, like, Holland or something. We're, we're in... Bentley um, thinks that we need a, like, RC specialist. So he scoured the internet for somebody who's, who's, like, the best at, like, RC vehicles and stuff. And he found this woman, Penelope, and she says she only works for the best. So we're on our way to this, like... Uh, like a air competition where we have to go in into like a, like a biplane and do like a dog fight against a bunch of different competitors. And like everybody's trying to sabotage everybody's plane. So you've got to stop people from sabotaging you and go into their stuff and sabotage their stuff. Chaos. Um. So far, I mean, the game is good. It's still got some of the staples of, all the Sly Cooper games. The thing is, there is a lot of variation. Um, So obviously you're picking up these new, the new people, like I said, the guru and eventually you play as them. So at least with the gurus, the only new person I've played as yet. Uh, And he can, he's non non nonviolent. He doesn't smash anything or any, uh, anything like that. Um, But his ability is he can like camouflage himself Um, and be invisible, um, to enemies. And then when their back is turned, he can run, uh, and jump and get on their back and take over their mind and to where you can like take the enemy and run them around and run them into things to destroy maybe uh, a wall or something that you need to, you know, smash. Um, there's a, there's a lot of different stuff. Like, there's already been a, a part where Penelope helps us, and I'm in this little RC copter, and I'm having to ride around and use, uh, like, a winch on the RC helicopter to grab enemies and then uh, yank them and pull them off the ground and throw them. It's um,
0: mechanic? You're um, always doing something different in this. Yeah,
1: we've been in, like, boat races and different stuff um, as well. So some of it it's it's so different, it takes a second to to get used to it. It seems like there's almost too much variety. It's like there's there's so much stuff in here. Um, but I'm
0: having fun with it so far. You've um, played them all recently, right? Is this the is this the best one out of the four that you've played recently? Three?
1: I don't know. I, I really enjoyed, I know I really enjoyed one. And I enjoyed two. I know I just fell off of it for a really long time. Um, <laughs> I got stuck on one. There's a boss I can't beat.
0: <laughs> I might get you over here to help me get past that boss. That's where I gave up.
1: Um, three. I'm just. I'm saving my judgments on it. I want to see. Yeah. Because right now it's there's Sometimes I'm like, I'd rather be just you know sneaking around as Sly and doing the stuff you know to progress. Sly. Rather than. Sly. In these sewers and having to, like, paddle around these mines and stuff. And it's just, like, mm, seems like padding in some places,
0: you know? Damn, we need a new Sly Cooper game. Sanzoro Studio, w- they're with, uh, what, Facebook or Oculus or somebody now?
1: Yeah. Th- yeah, I think they I think they did get bought up by Facebook.
0: Damn. Yeah, they were doing was, all those VR games. That was right there at the end of, like, PS3, Vita. Yep. I mean that should have been uh, like a slam dunk. I don't know.
1: Other than I think that, the
0: time is right. You have all these three oh, yeah. platformers coming back. Like we're getting Ko the kangaroo back. We're getting all those tie Ty- the Ty- Tasmanian tigers and <laughs> it's the second Food uh, Events reference of the show. <laughs> going, I mean g-
1: going going back to what we were talking about, how the major three are just not super. Nope. You know they have all have their strengths and weaknesses. That's Sony's other thing is. They don't want to bet on something that isn't a sure thing.
2: <laughs> they like I mean they I, 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 Brent, I really, really wish you, they would you, I really wish so they good. would just pull a Sega and just find studios and it's like, hey, do what you want with Jack, yeah. and Jack here. Do what you want with uh like we, we like what you do with Ty here. You, you want Sly Cooper, do what you want with Sly Cooper. Yeah. Brent
0: but, Brent, you said the major three. I realize you're talking about the platform holders. I thought you meant uh Jack, Ratchet, and Sly. <laughs> no, no but we got a we got one hell of a ratchet game. We're I was about to say Ratchet
1: weird. is awesome. I mean Ratchet you know
0: is fired on all cylinders. But I think I think the other two could be just in that same category. Mm-hmm. They could. But Imagine who, do, a PS5 who do you get native. to who do you
2: get to do those? Because I mean
0: sucker punch. Yeah, yeah. sucker punch.
2: There's so does. many AA studios now that could do it. There's a lot of there's a lot of indie studios that that could. You just have to have faith that it's it all breaks it all breaks down to money. I mean, you know, you know, Sega makes yeah. money off the mm-hmm. those Wonder Boy games, you know, but you know they're being published and made by somebody else. Yeah, but they're still copyrighted by Sega. They get a small portion of it. I imagine Sony's going to want like, hey, we want X amount of dollars for it. it's just about creative control and I, I mean, I don't know, man. They can give it out to studios, man. I, I really wish they would take some of these IPs and like, hey. We're not going to do anything with it with our studios. We got other stuff, but we'll oh, yeah. let you experiment with this IP, you know. But
1: the but the thing is too. I mean, they they're willing to gamble and you know, have something like Ghost of Tsushima do so well, but then Ben Studios like, uh, hey, Days Gone sold just as much as that and you didn't acknowledge, the, you know, us over here and you denied our request to
0: make a second one.
2: You know, it's all, it was all Metacritic, man. It's, they looked at reviews on that one. So, so with
0: so much smaller of a budget, too, mm-hmm. or a mar- I'm sorry, marketing yeah. budget. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it,
1: yeah, it all comes down to money, and is it going to be profitable? Do they even want to make it? And,
2: the big uh, three.
0: <laughs> Insomniac just makes like Insomniac is just. God they're, tier, yeah. It's just nonstop just masterpieces.
1: It, yeah, they could continually knock it out of the park. Um, the other thing that I picked up and played this week, uh, we actually mentioned it last week. Um, the Zelda ROM hack, Ocarina of Time ROM hack, <laughs> um, Majora's Mask.
0: Yep, that's the one.
1: Uh, and I mean by all. By all accounts, it's the same assets, everything, and you know they give things different names. It obviously it doesn't take place in Hyrule, but it's it takes place. Terminal. Uh, chronologically, right after Ocarina of Time. I know you got um, to
2: get the roadmap out and look at the fucking timeline. I've got it. I've got it in the other room. Do you want me to break out
0: the Hyrule Historia? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the, only, the only timeline that matters to me is the Wind Waker timeline. That's the only one I care about.
1: So, this game, it's the one of those... The global warming one,
2: with
0: the oceans rising?
1: Oh. Uh, this this is one I've... The only time I tried to play it is probably why I didn't like it very much. Um, I was younger. I didn't... I didn't like the the three days and having to do, redo the three days over and over.
2: You didn't like the Ben's Stroud and
1: copy of it? The... Ben <laughs> the copy I was playing...
2: It's, it's yes. drowned <laughs> <It's laughs> copy. it was you, Brant. That's why you, your copy was haunted. You met a terrible, <laughs> fate. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible is, fate. Is is the uh,
1: <laughs> it's the GameCube uh, collector's edition.
0: Uh,
1: so that's that's how I experienced Ocarina of Time, uh, and that's how I tried oh, to experience. Really? Uh, yeah, I played okay. through it. Um, but I tried to play. Majora's Mask, and at the time I didn't know, but obviously now you can you can see those versions experience some, okay, some, a lot of problems, I guess. Those are not, not very good not yeah. emulation, uh, especially Majora's Mask. It has significant slowdowns and is known to uh, lock up and freeze a lot. So I know that gave me some frustration and I eventually just said screw it. And I never, never really went back to it. I think I tried one other time and just, just never vibed with it. So
0: I've tried that. I've tried that 3DS version once. Oh, I need to give it another go.
1: I put it in and immediately, dude, it, it looks so good on the 3DS. That's what it I'm, did. that's what I'm playing it on. Um, from everything that I understand, uh, it's, a little bit simpler, um, more straightforward than it's 64 counterpart. There are some differences, um, between, um, certain locations of things in dungeons and the way certain boss fights, um, play out as far as like difficulty and yeah. things like, um, I've gone through the first, uh, dungeon, the first, um, temple there in the swamp and I am playing with a guide. It's not a hundred percent necessary because again, this version of the game uh, does a good job of kind of telling you, Hey, go here, look this, do that. And then there's also a, um, it's not like handholding. It's, you know, you can always press, uh, was it? You press right on the D pad and the, uh, the fairy will, you know kind of give you a hint or hey look at that do this you know kind of deal yeah reject navi reject, reject navi um and then I there's lost, also lost,
2: like what was it twin brother or something like that Whatever the hell it is yeah <laughs> everything's a rom hack
1: um there's also that Sheikah stone which i've only ever seen in that room with the uh the mask dealer and you're supposed to be able to like stick your head in it and look and see what it you know tells you what to do or whatever. Or show kind of shows time. you a vision.
0: Yeah, it gives you advice, right? Like where to go next.
1: Yeah. But um, and now I'm I'm actually really digging the uh, the time loop and running back and forth and stuff. Really? Because there's 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 stuff that I was like looking through and I was like, dang, I missed a heart piece there. And I'm like, oh wait, no, I didn't. I can just go, you know redo the time thing, come back here, do this, and I get that heart piece, you know? That's nothing, okay. you know?
0: It's part of the puzzle, then. Yeah. Okay. Um, I need to look at it from that viewpoint.
1: And, uh, like I said, I, I did all that, because you, you go through, Skull Kid takes all your, or takes your ocarina, and makes you a Deku, uh, the little tree people. And then eventually you get to a point where you can... You get your Ocarina back. You can take off that mask. And this game is all about masks, uh, as <laughs> Cesar calls it. It's it's one of the darkest timelines of uh, Zelda <laughs> games. Uh, it's it's definitely on the darker side. It's some mm-hmm. odd stuff.
2: Um, Everybody's weird and creepy and shit.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm... The reason I'm 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 playing with a guide is to just go over and, and get some of the stuff because I know yeah. there's a there's a lot of mass in this game, and uh, a lot of them you have to do a bunch of like little side quests. So I mean, you have to know to be uh, out in the field at a certain time to where you can see this dude's spirit and go up to him and talk to him, um, play a certain song, get the mask of him. And then you have to go back into town at a certain time and wear his mask and, and use it as a, uh, and you do this weird dance. <laughs> and that shows it to these other, these performers. So, and that's just getting all these heart pieces and all these other masks by doing all these other little side things. There's a lot you can do and there's a lot you can, um, make, you can actually make it a lot easier on yourself too. If you go to a lot of these places, like, um, after, after the initial thing, when I became kid link again, and I did a bunch of these, um, side missions on my second round of, of three days, um, You can play the inverted song of time, slow everything down. That way you've got a lot of time to run through these three days. And like I ran. uh, To the, like the milk ranch in the back and did this little thing and got this bunny hood and the bunny hood helps you, you know, run faster. Uh, So that helps jump in certain gaps and just getting around to different places faster. So it's, I'm actually really enjoying it. I, I was like,
2: I put this game off that's for awesome. so long. Um, it does a good job of um, putting out a schedule in there for you to keep track of everything. So as you interact yeah. with people, there's a timeline schedule where like so-and-so shows up on the second day in the they, afternoon. And,
0: and that's, yeah, that's the, the side thing.
2: Quest. The yeah, 3DS was, one
0: specifically does that, right?
2: Uh, it does it on the 64 one as well.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, it's, it's a little bit better laid out in um, the 3DS one because you get that um, you get that book a little bit earlier to where it like keeps track of everything, but yeah, there's, that's like I was saying, it was, that's why I'm playing with this guide. Cause there's certain places you need to be, you know, in this place, uh, at like right before, uh, 12 AM and then you'll see this old lady come out and you got to sit and watch her because from this time to this time she walks up the road and then somebody comes and like tries to steal her bag and you got to, you know, catch them. And, but like everything's on a schedule and it'll, you know, if you're, if you're not in the right place at the right time, certain events just won't happen in front of you. So that's, that's my main reason uh, for playing with a guy. I mean, you don't, you don't have to, if you want to 100%. And I know there's, I've seen that like fierce deity link, uh, and I know that has to do with you have to get pretty much every mask.
2: You have to get every mask before the final thing battle. And yeah, you that's how that afterwards. works. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because uh, I- I've
2: done I've done everything in that game.
0: I've so. seen that mask. Yeah.
2: So.
1: Yeah, I'm playing it. And I'm running through it. Uh, I got four or. There's four temples altogether, so I got three more temples and a lot more side bullshit to do. But I'm enjoying it. It's actually, you were right, Cesar. It's a it's a really good game.
2: It's good. It's even, I'm telling you, it's good. That, I beat that before I beat Ocarina of Time. So even if it is a raw mat.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, that's. That's it, some Sly Cooper and some uh, Majora's Mask.
0: That's it for Brant. That's it for us. Is that it for this week? That's it. You heard it here first. Elden Ring coverage.
2: And then Sly hopefully Cooper some Brant Charismanville 7 coverage next week. Yes. My copy shipped. I Sold be. in mine. So. I should be able to dive deep into this as well. <laughs> so that's our let's race i suck let's oh. go <laughs> we, can, we can we can look at the covid 2020 facts
0: we're garbage together we'll be feeling the dual sense I'll, all
2: right you could, be, you could be like me with Elden ring where I, I see uh and the multiplayer and they got the ghost white outline of somebody playing alongside me in the same area and i just see him jump off and die and i'm like oh there he goes like, i guess i won't do that <laughs> that's that how it dude, works that, it, it's like uh, you'll see some of the stuff they're doing. Like I can see them sitting there fighting. Like like some areas where I like I beat somebody and I seem like still down there fighting. There's some areas where like I I go down there like can I make this jump? And then I see like red splatter, the blood stains, and then I watch the somebody try to do the exact same thing I'm thinking oh. about doing. So if I jump and slide down there, I'm not gonna make it because this person didn't. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm not doing it because I'm looking at like I think I can make this. I'm looking at like maybe I can make this, and I look at the blood splatter and like somebody just tried to say exact same thing and did not make it. And I was like I'm not gonna make it, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> hmm. but it, it's it's amusing to see the blood splatter stuff because i always see how people die so i'm like and that so i'll i'll see them fighting around it's like okay i'm gonna get fucked up and there was one in there where i walked around a corner and somebody just came out the corner and started attacking me I was like oh shit and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and so a, i went a back person? And somebody had, or somebody or somebody
0: or the the computer
2: uh, the computer like an enemy and so somebody okay. had written down at the bottom like uh, watch out from the left corner I was like damn it I should have read that fucking note before I went in there because that shit came that fucker came out of nowhere I was like oh god ah. So they'll, they'll warn you man if you read the notes so sometimes and sometimes I sent you the one where they about the fingers for butthole. sometimes you get stupid <laughs> stuff like that so. <laughs> put, finger, like, put finger
0: put finger a butthole or something like that
2: yeah and I'm sitting here like alright let me get past this I'm like on a ledge about to die and that was what the, the note left for me I was like great this is not what I needed so I was like, <laughs> and I got went ahead and got destroyed by those hawks at the head. I was like, you could have put like there three hawks. Watch out from the skies. You didn't put that on there. It was like fingers my but butthole. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> what I needed. <laughs> well done, somebody online. So random. <laughs> All
0: righty, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye.
2: See you. Adios.